0: this is chamet horsefield and as promised in the last episode i said that i was going to come on and share with you this amazing incredible journey a journey of um willpower strength determination and being a leader being a real leader in trusting myself, trusting intuition, trusting the empowerment of who I am. And um, I want to share this with you because I feel like it is medicine for the soul. It's such a good reminder of so many things, of walking the path of the priestess, of awakening the new paradigm within, and You know, determination and what it means to truly be a light leader, truly to be an awakened, divine, feminine, sacred leader in this world today. And so here is my story. And for those of you who know me, I am a storyteller and I love sharing my journey. So You know when anadeya judith asked me to come to the netherlands to help assist on chakra yoga i of course said yes um because i could feel the alignment of it i could feel the power of it um you know for those of you who know me um i always said i would never get married never have kids never be a yoga teacher and i've done oh and never have a dog and i've done all of those things i've gotten married um you know i have beautiful children. I have a beautiful dog. And I ended up being a yoga teacher. And I'm still getting over my cold here, but I had to come on and share this story with you because it's so powerful. And um, so I ended up doing all those things. And what I realized is that all these things scared me, like really terrified me. And so they were my wounds, you know, and this is why I have the, the saying transforming wounds into wisdom is because the wisdom is those were the things I wanted the most, but I pushed them away because they made me feel vulnerable, you know, getting married, falling in love, having children, being a teacher. These are all things that make one feel, can feel, um, vulnerable and raw and real. And, um, you know, it's been my amazing, um, awakening to my superpowers to become, um, vulnerable and to, um, really open myself up to love being loved, being vulnerable And, you know, it was, uh, definitely part of my life path purpose to, uh, fall in love and have these children and be a yoga teacher. So circling back to Anadea, um, Anadea came through, uh, a vision meditation. I got woken up at four in the morning. And this voice said, you need to go and meditate right now. And I was like, really, it's four in the morning. And though, for those of you who know me, I am not a morning person, but when spirit calls, um, I cannot refuse the calling. So I went into my meditation room, I meditated and Anna, a day of Judith came in She was an angel. I was an angel. She said, we're both here. We're both um, angels and we're bringing heaven to earth and you're supposed to contact me. And I didn't really know who she was at that point. I just knew that she wrote really beautiful poetry in this chakra book that I was reading. And I would read the poetry when I would teach my chakra yoga. And I had created this seven week journey through the chakras, chakra yoga and was teaching that I was also teaching Manifesting an Abundant Life, Seven Week Journey Through Manifestation. And um, and so really all I knew about Anna Day was I loved her poetry. And so I sent her an email and she emailed me right back. And uh, long story short, but I ended up going and studying with her in the States. And it was like meeting a version of myself that reflected back to me who I was and really deep connection. Um, I love her so much. And she's a mentor, she's a friend. Um, But larger than that, like she is an angel, just like me on the planet, um, creating and manifesting um, this beautiful, incredible journey of healing, wisdom, light, you know, uh, birthing in the new paradigm, And she's one of my mentors. I have a a few. I love Tony Robbins as well. I really love beings, whether they're masculine or feminine, that are birthing the new paradigm. And what does that mean? Birthing the new paradigm, bringing in love and light and healing and making this world a better place in whatever way, whatever capacity that is. I love, love. I love kindness. I love awakening. I love alignment. And so, you know, I know that's a long story to explain me saying yes to this training, but here's the deal. It was even bigger and more amazing than I thought. So I said, yes, I went to the Netherlands. I'd never been to the Netherlands and you know it's a big deal for me to go away and leave the family because you know we're in the process of selling our home and there's a lot going on and so I kind of questioned like am I doing the right thing and met my intuition was like nope you have to go you have to go she's asked you to come um you know you guys are angels bringing heaven to earth like this is your mission you must say yes to your mission your purpose and so off I went to the Netherlands and um It ended up being like quite the journey. Um, And sometimes, you know, people say, oh, when you're on your path, doing what you're meant to do, everything falls into alignment. And yes, that's true for the most part. However, sometimes life can be a little complex and a little tricky and not a straight line. Like as my really good friend says, um, sometimes it's a zigzag, you know, and her nickname zigzag. And, you know, life can sometimes not be a straight line. Sometimes it's a circle. Sometimes it's a roller coaster. Sometimes it is a zigzag. So I had to take a plane and then I had to take a train and I had to take a bus. And on my third um, train that I got on, I was pretty tired. And um, I was and the train was packed with people. And so I had to sit on the floor. And as I sat on the floor, and we were all sardined, I mean, welcome to taking the train in Europe, sardined with people, I put my laptop bag with my laptop in it under the seat. And I put it under the seat so that it wouldn't get stepped on. But out of sight, out of mind, when I got off the train, I realized I did not get the laptop. And, you know, I, of course, screamed, please stop. But trains don't stop in Europe. They just go. And so off my laptop went on a train of crowded people, and um, I had no real option other than to get on the next train to my destination. So I started crying and thought, oh my goodness, you know, my laptop, all of my life work is on the laptop, and I work online. So I'm going, oh, you know, and the spiritual being I am, don't be attached, don't be attached. <laughs> but I was attached. And so this lovely, lovely man um, said, how can I help? And I'm sharing this story with you because I want everyone to remember there are angels everywhere, angels everywhere in different forms. So this lovely angel helped me. He reported because he knows Dutch and I don't know Dutch. And so he reported the laptop. Then another man that worked on the train came up and he asked, Are you okay? And then he made a phone call. Well, the laptop was found. Yay! I went to my training. I helped Anadea. It was amazing. It was exactly what I was meant to do. So when I'm, you know, assisting Anadea, I'm understanding the Dutch, I'm understanding what they're saying energetically. And not the word particular words, but I'm understanding the energy and I'm connecting with these Dutch people, like everywhere, everywhere I went, like when I landed in Amsterdam, uh, trains, buses, like everywhere, everyone I met in Amsterdam, I had a connection with. And it was so beautiful. My heart just opened so wide and I felt a sense of home while I was there. A really deep connection to the land, to the people. Well, okay, coming back to the laptop, <laughs> they told me, "Oh, don't worry, you can pick it up at this location on this day." And I was in the midst of being in service, you know, um, to this community, and I didn't want to leave to go get my laptop because I, you know, I had a, I had a job to do and I had service to uh, provide um to this training and so I thought well I'll do it when the training's over go and pick it up and um we go to pick it up and and this is two hours out of our time a lovely lovely uh friend Anita's husband drove me there and they said they were open till seven they had closed <laughs> at five and I was like wait, well, hang on So I called Monday morning and the laptop had been transferred somewhere else um, to um, this big warehouse, apparently where, you know, everything that is lost and found gets sent to. And I tried to explain, but I said I was coming. They told me the time. and, And then he says, Oh yeah, we were open till seven. I said, no, I assure you, you closed at five. And he, Argued with me and said no. The closing time is seven. I said no, nope, it's five. <laughs> it's a new time. And da 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 da. Long story short, <clears throat> I got on another. I extended my trip by two days to go and get the laptop. Um, I was on a train headed there to go to this warehouse, and the manager that I was speaking to said that's not possible. Um, this is the system of how things work and we will now have to send it to you in Sweden and it'll probably take two and a half weeks. And I explained to him that I had already expended my trip to come and get it. Um, and he again and again told me that basically because of the system, and the bureaucracy really in place was that this was protocol and that um, it was not possible for me to pick it up and that I would just have to wait for it to be sent to Sweden. And I said to him, I am here in the Netherlands. I am on a train to come and get it. And I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving the Netherlands until I have my laptop. And then he began to say that it's not possible. And I think he said that it wasn't possible around seven times in a row. And even to the point that I said, I haven't even asked my question yet. And you're telling me it's not possible. And he said, That's right. It's not possible. (laughs) And I was like, And I said to him, I said, Well, I don't agree. Um, You know, I am not going to wait two and a half weeks to get my laptop. I know it's possible because I'm on the train. I've extended my trip two days and I'm not leaving the Netherlands without it and I'm on my way. So be prepared, get ready because I'm coming to pick up my laptop. And he again told me that, it, that I was wasting my time and that it was not possible. And I want to say to all of you that are listening, that are still with me after 14 minutes If you're listening to this, I want you to know that when someone tells you that it's not possible, question, why is it not possible? And what are the possibilities of it becoming possible? Um, My dad taught me this. He said, never give up, be persistent. When someone tells you no, you ask why. And, you know, and I've learned, and I say this all the time, I say this to my clients, if there's a wall, find a way over the wall, under the wall, around the wall, or break the wall down. And I guess that's the inner rebel in me. But I have been so persistent all of my life. And when someone tells me something cannot be done, Maybe it's the rebel, but I find a way to make it possible. If someone says no, that can't be done. I'm already finding a way how to do it. And I remember this years ago, you know, um it was actually my husband said, "Oh, honey, that's just not possible." And then I went to the local cafe and I was thinking, "It is possible. I'm gonna do it." And it made me want to do it more. I got to this cafe, and this picture on the wall said, when men say it can't be done, women are doing it. <laughs> and I thought, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make this possible. I'm just going to have a drink of water real quick. Oh, I get a little fired up about this topic because it's a big one for me. And I have, uh, I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with where I tell them, Find a way under the wall, around the wall, or knock that wall down. And then they've done it and they've found a way to make it happen. And so this is really my message for you today is don't allow someone to tell you no. Don't allow someone to tell you it's not possible. If you believe in your heart that it's possible, then you can make it possible. So I'm on the train. He's telling me it's not possible over and over and over again. And so I get to the train station. I go to the office and, you know, I talk to this woman. And oh my goodness, angels everywhere. She was definitely a feminine new paradigm angel. She had this red lipstick on and these sparkly red earrings. And oh, she was gorgeous. I just connected with her immediately. She heard my story. She checked me out on the computer. Um, she, you know, said, Oh yes, we've been expecting you. And I said, yep, I've emailed, I've called, I've left messages everywhere. She goes, yes, we've gotten them. And I said, Oh good. So you're prepared. And she goes, yes, I'm going to call them right now. So she called and she was on hold forever. And like, she was being met with all these walls as well. And, um, i could tell that she couldn't give me all the information i needed and um she didn't give me the address but she she hinted at little clues all these amazing people gave me little clues just enough to keep me going and so i went on a journey i jumped on this bus to find this mystery warehouse where all things are kept. I don't have an address, (laughs) I don't know where I'm going. I only have a street name. And off I went, (laughs) praying, saying, okay, God, goddess, spirit, like help guide me along my journey. And then I'm walking and these two lovely men stop and say, can we help you? I say, yeah, actually, um, you could help me. Um, I'm looking for this building. Um, and they're like, oh, huh. We'll help you. So anyways, not to go into the whole story, but, um, they were angels on the planet. These two young, beautiful souls, um, that spoke Dutch began to ask everyone at like, we just walked along the street, asking everyone we met where this building could be because it was, um, not named and, you know, wasn't open to the public and apparently I wasn't allowed to go there and, uh, we found it, uh, it took us a little while, but we didn't give up. We were determined. And these men were so helpful, um, so lovely. I mean, they were just random guys on the street walking around that decided to help me. And the thing is, when we're on our soul path purpose and we're aligned to what we believe in, there's no stopping us. Um, and so we found it and the door opened and it was this, you know, unmarked, unnamed big building. And the guys, they look on his face and I said, hi, I think you're expecting me. And he goes, are you the woman with the laptop? I said, yes, I am. He goes, we've gotten phone calls and emails. And I said, yeah. He goes, do you know that not, there has been no one, not one person that has ever been here. Like this is top secret place that public are not allowed to be here. And I said, I know. And he says, well, how did you find us? I said, "Well, look, I don't give up. And I was not gonna leave uh, the Netherlands without my laptop. and um we these two lovely gentlemen have helped find me because I didn't have an address, and he goes, "You don't have an address because we don't give it out. I said, "I know. No one would give me the address, but I figured it out. and um, and he says, "Wow." You are the most determined woman I think I've ever met He gave me a big hug and uh, he gave me my laptop and he said it's normal protocol that we you know send it out and I said yes however I was given misinformation he goes I've heard the whole story I've gotten the emails I've gotten the phone calls he goes wow you, you're you're quite the incredible woman I said yeah well my dad taught me never to give up and you know my dad passed away when I was 19 and I've missed him so much. And I feel like, you know, Mr. Tony Robbins has come into my life as like a soul um, connection um, to help remind me never to give up and to always believe in my dreams and to keep moving forward. And um, I came home and I ordered his book. I highly recommend it, Awaken the Giant Within. So I start reading this book And I thought it was kind of cool that my business name is Awaken the Priestess Within. And, um, you know, it's all about awakening for me, awaken and alignment and transformation. And I'm reading the first chapter. And lo and behold, Tony Robbins says exactly the thing I have been saying. I made it up. I mean, I made up Awaken the Priestess Within. I made up, um, find a way over the wall, under the wall, around the wall, or break the wall down. Like that, I never heard from anyone. I just made that up. And, um, in the first chapter, Tony Robbins says, find a way under the wall, over the wall, around the wall. And something new that he brought that I want to share with you. He didn't say break the wall down. He said, find a doorway through the wall. And I thought, wow, that's so cool. You know, find the doorway. So I'm, thank you, Tony Robbins, bringing that one in, finding a doorway. Like maybe we don't have to break the wall down. Maybe it's just finding the doorway, you know, and, and that opened up so much for me. I was like, cool, find a doorway. And that's what I did. I found a doorway. I I had it set in my heart, in my mind. And I want to just make it really clear that it was not me being attached to it because I had already let it go. I wasn't attached to getting my laptop back. I had already let it go. However, there was a knowingness inside of me that not to give up and not to give in And, um, I found a doorway through well in the same breath and why I, I, you know, I'm hoping you're still with me. I know this is a long podcast, but this is really important. There was another situation recently that I felt unjust. Uh, it was another, uh, leader that I didn't agree with. And I spoke up and I've had a thing about speaking up for myself um, because of my past life and this life persecution that sometimes I get scared to speak up for what I believe, especially when it upsets the apple cart and it goes against what others are saying. And so getting the laptop was one of those situations. And this other situation, and I'm not going to go into the details of it. However, I stood my ground and I got the result that I needed and the result that I wanted through my determination and my awakening of my own feminine leadership and standing up for myself and not allowing Um, Others to say, that's not possible, or no, the answer is no. Um, I stayed true to who I am, what I need, and I didn't give up on me. And I want that for you. And so this message is for all of you, you know, to really own claim and be persistent to the things that you believe in and don't give up and don't let anyone else tell you it can't be done because when we believe we're unstoppable, we're unstoppable. And so I get to Amsterdam and here's the the grand finale of my story today. I get to Amsterdam and I'm feeling really good about myself, as you can imagine, I got my laptop when everyone told me I couldn't. And then I get on the train to Amsterdam and I'm like, my soul is singing inside. I like I'm unstoppable. Like, and I get this time in Amsterdam before I have to leave. So I see this little canal cruise along the um, you know, the canals in Amsterdam. I thought, ooh, that sounds nice. I want to do that. So I get in the canal and and this lovely man that uh, runs the canal cruises. He comes up, and he's just so friendly to me. and and i and I talked to him for a little bit. and we had a little connection and a chat. And then he gets on the cruise. And the cruise is full with people, like, you know, a lot of people. But the energy was a little bit, a little bit funky. You know, this man seemed quite grumpy. And uh, there was just some energy that wasn't quite like happy, happy. And a baby kept crying and crying. And I thought, oh boy. And so that, and then the other guy was like, oh God, babies. He goes, and he said it out loud, I hate crying babies. And I thought, well, that's a terrible thing to say. And the guy that ran the cruise, he looks at me and he, he was an energy worker, he was incredible. He looks at me and he winks. And then he gets on the speaker and he says, this is my friend Shemit from New Zealand. And today is her birthday. So we're all going to sing happy birthday to uh, my friend Schmidt." (laughs) I was like, inside, I'm like, it's not my birthday. Um, But he was like determined. And I realized what he was doing. He wanted to bring the energy up. And immediately the energy went up, high vibration. The whole cruise ship is singing happy birthday to me, and in and, and I realized this is my reward right now for being determined, not giving up. And- it was also a very interesting moment because I realized I just needed to receive the um, the energy from everyone, and that in my receiving of the energy of everyone singing happy birthday to me it wasn't just for me, it was for everyone, because it raised the vibration of everybody on that trip. Also, I want to communicate that the whole journey, you know, um, everything, the laptop being left on the train, um, everything that happened was not happening to me, It was happening for me and that's something Tony Robbins says and I wholeheartedly agree that when we can see that life is happening for us and not to us and that everything is a journey, everything is happening for a reason, I know now looking back on it, I was meant to leave my laptop on that train because I was meant to go on this journey of reclaiming The parts of me that remind me and align me and awaken me to my leadership power, which is the acceptance of, you know, sometimes life doesn't go the way that we think it's going to go. Um, we manifest and create these lives and they don't always turn out exactly the way that maybe we envisioned. However, you know, life has this amazing way of giving us exactly what we need. And um, so life is happening for us in every moment. You know, everything happens for a reason. And I was meant to receive this happy birthday song. And I tell you what, inside, when I received the energy of everyone singing to me, My heart, my soul was dancing from a place of an empowerment inside of me of not just accepting what uh, others were saying were going to be my reality. Like the man on the phone that kept saying, uh, It's not possible, it's not possible, it's not possible. I believed in my heart, in my soul, with everything within me it is possible. This rebel inside of me said, don't you tell me it's not possible. I know it's possible. And in fact, I'm going to make it possible. And I told him, I said, be ready. I am not leaving the Netherlands without my laptop. And so this is the difference between um, being a creatrix, being a manifester of our own reality and you know, or just accepting what happens to us, which is then the victim of our reality, the victim of a reality that someone else defines. And I don't know about you, but I don't accept that. I want more and I'm going to create more. And if you're ready to create more and be more, uh, join me, join me in, awakening aligning transforming and shining from the inside out um that is what i do in my own life and that is what i help other people do in their lives i help my soul clients awaken to who they are align with their soul path purpose um, transform their wounds or limitations limiting beliefs And when we do that, then we can truly shine and be in the driver's seat of our life, be the creatrix of our life and manifest uh, a life of our wildest dreams. And I've been doing this for over 25 years now. And I'm living proof (laughs) that uh, we can be unstoppable if we choose to be, if we not only dream and vision, and I think dreaming and vision is very important. It is part of the manifesting journey, but then making it happen, taking the actualized steps in making that happen, you know, finding a way under the wall, over the wall, around the wall, or finding a doorway through. If there is no door, and sometimes we do need to break that wall down. And um, so I leave you with that. Make your dreams happen. Don't give up. Believe in yourself. And when someone tells you it's not possible, find a way to make it possible. So much love, so many blessings to each and every one of you.